Hello everyone and welcome, welcome, welcome one and all to Let's Write Steno. I am so excited that you're here tonight. So, our previous podcast was on George Charge. And I hope you were able to uh, catch that uh, episode. If you were not able to catch it, please um, go check out, out that uh podcast can i speak this evening go check out that podcast i'm sure you will be enjoying that and that is on admission of evidence jury charge that was the last podcast i did tonight however we're turning in a whole nother different direction and we're going with some q and a yes and this will also not be at any particular speed because I want you to aim for your accuracy. All right. Um, estimated speed will be about 100, 120, if that fast, uh, somewhere in there. All right, let's work on your accuracy with this Q and A. And please make sure you are listening because there are some brackets in here that I do need you to include. I will read for about, uh, hopefully you've already warmed up. So I will read for about 15 minutes or so, seven or eight minutes or so. We'll take a break and then we'll come back. I just want you to be able to get some Q&A practice in. Please write with it, write with it as much accuracy as you possibly can. Make sure you're reading your notes after every uh, session here with me. Please, I cannot stress that enough. If you're just writing and not reading your notes, you're just wasting your time. All right, no more preaching. Ready to write. This is the afternoon session of the testimony of John H. Cross. <clears throat> when I say open bracket and close bracket, I think you pretty much uh, follow me there. Use whatever strokes you use uh, for those uh, for that combination. Ready? And five, four, three, two, one. Let's write. Question, open bracket, by the chairman, close bracket. Your residence, answer, 625 Ferry Street, Boston. Question, what is your age? Answer, 41. Question, you were the builder of this bridge? Answer, a portion of it. Question, please describe as fully as you can your whole connection with it in your own words. Answer, it is so long ago that 
I don't know whether I can remember all that you would like to hear, but the contract required me to build a trust to be placed upon the east side of the bridge, and I was to furnish the floor system that was done in the spring or early summer of 1876. Question, go on and describe more in detail what you did. Were you in business for yourself or were you representing a company? Answer, I was in business for myself. Question, how about the Cosmopolitan Company? Answer, it was my intention at that time to organize a bridge company and I commenced under that name by myself until such time as the organization should be made, which was never consummated. Question, go on and tell us about the bridge, where the work was done, how it was done, the character of the bridge, the nature of its construction, etc. Perhaps you had better begin and state in the first place your experience as a builder. Answer my ex first experience in building iron bridges was with the Detroit Bridge and Iron Works, Detroit, Michigan. Question, open bracket, by Mr. O'Brien, close bracket, what year? Answer, I think it was 1863, and my experience has been from then until, I'm not sure this bridge wasn't the last that I built. Since then, I have acted occasionally as a consulting engineer. Question, open bracket, by the chairman, close bracket. Did you have a scientific education? Answer, yes, sir. At the Lawrence Scientific School at Cambridge. Question, full course? Answer, no, sir. Partial. Question, what was your course then? Answer, I was there one year only. Question, what year was that? Answer, I am not sure. But I think it was in 1862 or 63. From there, I went to St. Louis. Question, how long were you with the St. Louis Bridge and Iron Company? Answer, well, I don't recollect, but several years. Question, what were you doing there? Answer, I designed their bridges, proportioned them, and I made some 
portions of the drawings. Question, did you do that all the time you were there? Answer, yes, sir. Question, do you remember any bridges that you designed at that time? Answer, well, there was one draw bridge across the Mississippi River where the C, B, and Q railroad crosses. Clinton on one side and Fulton on the other. Question, how long did that stand? Answer, it is standing now, I suppose. That was at that time the longest drawbridge, I think, in the world. Some have been built longer since. There were a great many bridges on the Illinois Central and the CB&Q and other roads through the western states. Question, did you build any bridges in Massachusetts when you were with the St. Louis Bridge and Iron Works? Answer, no, sir. Question, then you left the St. Louis Bridge and Iron Works at what time? Answer, I don't recollect the date. Question, you were there about three years, you say? Answer, I said several, but I don't recollect just how many it was. I could not tell even approximately. Question, what did you do after you left there? Answer, my impression is that after I left there, I went south for one winter and then returned north and afterwards was employed by the Stoddard Iron Building Works for some time, and after that, by the Massachusetts Iron Company. Question, how long with each? Answer, I could not tell from recollection. Question, in what capacity were you with those two companies? Answer, as an engineer. Question, you mean that you built bridges on your own account? Answer, yes, sir. Question, were any of those in Massachusetts? Answer, I think not. I don't recollect one in Massachusetts. Question, how many do you think you built before you built this one? Answer, I could not tell. My business was building bridges and roofs, which were of a similar nature. Question, do you think you built half a dozen or a dozen bridges? Answer, well, I should not think it was over half a dozen. Question, was it as many as half a dozen? Answer, I think there must have been somewhere in that neighborhood. Question, now, coming down to this bridge, give us full 
a description of that as you can. Where you had done had the work done, how it was done, and the design of the bridge, and the method of construction. Answer the main ties, the main tension ties of the bridge were furnished by the Etna Iron Works. The balance of the material of the bridge was furnished by and the work done in the shops of Newark Iron Company. Question, why was part of it made in one place and part in another? Answer, the main tension bars Question, is that the lower cord? Answer, the lower cord constitutes a part of it. Question, what do constitute the tension bars? Answer, the lower cord and the main ties. Not only of the main truss of the bridge, but of the trusses of the floor beams and the stringers or stringer truss. Question, those were made at the Etna Ironworks? Answer, yes, sir. Question, where are they? Answer, answer, Etnaville, Pennsylvania. Those eyes are forged by a hydraulic press. Question, what was the reason that you got them made there? Answer, the Newark Iron Works have no facilities for doing the work, the work. Question, and you sent those to Etna Iron Works for that purpose? Because you thought that eyes forged in that way were better? Answer, yes. Question, then the rest was made by the Newark Iron Company from designs drawn by you? Answer, yes, sir. Question, now, will you describe the method of construction and its peculiarities, if any? Answer, well, every bridge almost has peculiarities of its own. This bridge has a very sharp skew, if I remember correctly, an angle of 21 degrees. The center of the truss on one side is exactly opposite the end of the truss on the other side. The theoretical length of the span was 104 feet. The theoretical depth of the truss, 26 feet, divided into four panels at each point. A floor beam truss extending across the bridge at right angles. The other ends of the floor beam trusses resting on the opposite truss or on the abutment. Upon the floor beam trusses were the stringer trusses each of which was directly under one of the rails. The bridge was proportioned 
to carry an evenly distributed load of 3,000 pounds per lineal foot of track and a concentrated load of I don't recollect how much on the drivers but an additional load with a strain on no part of the bridge tensionally of any more than 10,000 pounds per square inch and on no compression member of more than a like amount making allowance for bending strain according to Gordon's formula. The specifications which I heard read here today for the first time since perhaps cover all these points. The bridge was built according to those specifications and in conformity with them. After the bridge was completed, it was tested by locomotives in several different ways. Locomotives running with the tenders on and the tenders off and also running at speed. My recollection is that the maximum deflection obtained under all tests, which were made with the two heaviest locomotives that were upon the road, I think that the maximum deflection was about six-tenths of an inch, as I recollected. These trusses received and supported either three-fourths or four-fifths, I forget which, of the total load. The other truss taking either one-fourth or one-fifth. Let's take a break and we will come back, do a little more, and then end the podcast. I've got a little something to tell you, so I'll see you right after the break. Hello, are you interested in starting your own podcast? I think Anchor FM is the best. Here's why. With easy and fast setup, you'll be a pro in podcasting right out the gate. There is no additional equipment to buy because you can podcast right from your phone, your laptop, or your desktop computer. Anchor has great editing features such as music and even splitting your podcast in sections. And Anchor does all the distribution for you to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google, and more. And the best part about Anchor is you can make money with no minimum listening audience. So, download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Thank you everyone for joining me again during this podcast. We will continue with our Q&A dictation this evening and I hope you are enjoying it. If you are, please hit the subscribe button. 
I am definitely trying to get my subscriber count up over here. All right, let's go ahead and get started and uh, practice a little bit more Q&A tonight. Ready? That's right. Question. Go on and it's describe the peculiarities of the construction of this bridge. If it was peculiar. Answer. I think I have. I do not recollect any other peculiarities of the bridge. Perhaps I have not explained them as much as you would like, but if you will indicate any particular points, I should be glad to explain them. Question. Did you ever build a bridge before with two kinds of trusses with a rectangle? rectangular truss on one side and this kind of truss on the other? Answer, no, I never did. Question, were there any difficulties attendant upon that? Answer, no, sir. Question, did you have any question about the propriety of doing it? Answer, not the slightest. Question, open bracket, by Mr. O'Brien, close bracket, had it been done before that you know of? Answer, no. Question, since? Answer, I don't know that it has. Question, open bracket, by the chairman, close bracket, did you ever build before or since? A bridge so much askew as this? Answer, well, I think I must have, though I don't recollect of any individual instance. Question, what are the difficulties to be surmounted in building a skew bridge as it is called? Answer, it is more bother and may cost somewhat more to do. Question, well, about the danger of breakage or anything of that sort? Answer, there is no more danger in a skew bridge than in a square bridge. Question, open bracket by Mr. O'Brien, close bracket. Was it not a positive defect in this bridge that that hip block was made of iron where the upper cord joins the inclined end post? Answer, no, sir. Question, I understand that to be a point where the bridge should have been strong. Answer, yes, sir, undoubtedly. Question, it was made from cast iron, and from there in the same way? Answer, precisely. Question, and here the same? Answer, precisely. Question, open bracket by the chairman, close bracket. All those corner blocks were made from cast iron, 
were they not? Answer, yes, sir. Question, how much was there of cast iron besides? Answer, nothing except those joint blocks. This one that is broken is today just as good for service as it ever was. The crack that is in it does not disable it at all. Question, this piece of iron is not a part of it, is it? Answer, I think not. Question, do you know where that came in? Answer, I cannot tell. Question, during the building of this bridge, was there any examination made by you or anybody else at the furnaces and forges where this bridge was being built to test it in any other way? Answer, only by examination. Question, did you examine it? Answer, not every part of it. Question, is it not customary for first-class bridge builders to have every portion of a bridge tested? Answer, no, sir. Question, is that so, Mr. Cross? Answer, the Etna Iron Company, one of the largest bridge builders in the world, perhaps do not do it. Question, do not first-class railroads do it? Answer, well, they usually have inspectors there at the time. Question, precisely, and they see the iron? Answer, they see the iron. I have seen inspectors there frequently, and in every case that I have ever seen, the one who remained there constantly was one who simply had instructions to do certain things, but had no judgment of his own. Question, did the Boston and Fitchburg Road have any of their employees or officers on the ground to examine this bridge as it was being built? Answer, no, sir. Question, left it entirely to you? Answer, yes, sir, as far as I know. Question, do you know the size of the lateral and vertical braces of the truss? Answer, no, sir. Those were shown on the tracing you had here this morning. Question, how were they fastened? Answer, the lateral bracing consisted of rods which passed through holes in the casting and there were nuts placed on the ends of the lateral braces. Question, won't you look at that? Showing a piece of iron marked, quote, A, close quote. Do you call that good iron? Answer, that came from the original truss that was put there, I suppose. I should call that pretty good iron.
That is plate iron. That is T iron. And some shape iron. Question, you give that as your opinion that it is good iron? Answer, yes, sir. I think that is pretty good iron. The plate iron is better than the shape. Question, you give that as your opinion that it is good iron. Answer, the plate iron is better than the shape. Question, you would not call that first class iron to put in a bridge, would you, Mr. Cross? Answer, well, I don't think that is a good shape iron as is made in this country. That was not made in this country. Question, if the iron had been thoroughly inspected, you would not have allowed that to have gone by, would you? Answer, I did not put that into the bridge. Question, are you sure of that? Answer, it is possible that that came from the upper cord of the new truss. Question, what I want to get at is this, whether that bridge was not inspected improperly when it was built, it was put up without inspection, was it not? Am I right or wrong? Answer, you apply the question to this piece, for instance? Question, no, sir, to the whole bridge. Answer, it was not inspected, as far as I know, by the railroad. Question, did you inspect it? Answer, I inspected it as much as any bridge. bridges are inspected. Question, how much is that? Answer, well, I was at the works from time to time. I don't know how often, but frequently, and examined it myself. And it was examined by the foreman of the works. Question, did you take any pains to test any portions of it? Answer, only by examination. Question, it was not part of any test? Answer, no, sir. Question, open bracket by Mr. Thomas, close bracket. Was any portion of that bridge which you put up subject to any test? Answer, only by examination. Question, open bracket by the chairman, close bracket. Do you know whether it was put to any test at the ironworks? Answer, I don't think it was. Question, did you suppose it was at that time? Answer, no, sir. There is one thing which perhaps I ought to correct now. When I stated that that beam was not made in this country, I supposed it belonged to the Eastern Trust, as it belongs to the Western Trust, and it was made by the Newark Ironworks.
great job if you got through that. Please practice this. Read your notes. Practice this. Read your notes. Practice this. Read your notes. Practice. Read your notes. Practice. Read your notes. I'd like to see some perfection around here. I'd like to see some 98% accuracy. I'd like to see at least 95. But then that's just what I'd like to see. Hey, guys, it's been a great night um, reading for you. I'd like to um, thank you so much for supporting and listening. It is awesome. You guys are the best. Tell all your friends, tell everybody, I am here and ready to work. Bring your machines. Let's get down. I'm done for the night. You guys have a great one. I'll see you at the next podcast. And thank you again and again and again. Peace, love, and steno.